Goalie goal! Goalie goal! Goalie goal! Goalie goal! Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Monday, February 27th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available on your favorite podcast app, as well as on YouTube. So please do subscribe so that you never miss a thing. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. The podcast can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Over the weekend, Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway made their Boston Bruins debuts, fitting right in, having some fun right out of the gate. Hathaway posting on Twitter earlier that day that's a lifelong dream for him to play in the spoke to be. He said he felt immediately welcome. He was playing beside Nick Felino and Tomasz Noshik, who made his return to the lineup after missing over a month with a foot fracture. He said it's the whole Bruins nation, the whole Boston arena, that made it feel from day one that he's part of the team, the Boston area, I should say. Now, of course, it's going to take a few games for these guys to get acclimated, but Orlov did have over 20 minutes of ice time. So Jim Montgomery displaying early his trust in the newcomer and they're only going to get more comfortable in the system and better as things go on. Hambus Lindholm opened the scoring, Brad Marchand extended things, 35 seconds left in the first 19th goal of the season. And of course the highlight of the game, one of the highlights of the season, Linus Allmark picking up the puck, firing it down the ice for his first career goal, the rare goalie goal. And that came after he made 26 saves to earn his 30th win of the season, improving Boston's record to an unbelievable 45-8-5. It's the first time he's hit 30 wins in his eight-season career. He's the second fastest in league history to hit 30 wins, doing it in just 37 games. And of course, he became just the 16th, uh, or it's the 16th time that a goalie has scored the first time since Pekka for the Nashville Predators back in 2020. He tried it in the Winter Classic. Jeremy Swayman thought about it one game. It's good to have fun and talented goaltenders. The reaction on the bench and the post-game hug between Allmark and Swayman is what did it for me. This, it's always cool to see a goalie score. 
And to see the reaction from the teammates, to see how supportive Swayman was afterwards. Um, it's just a special season for the Boston Bruins, a special team. And this is just one more example of how tight knit this group is. And again, if you haven't seen the reaction on the bench, you have to go and watch that video. This is how he described that. He said, as soon as he shot it, he saw three guys jumping towards him. He had no idea where the puck was. He didn't hear anything, didn't see anything, become a little more aware of what's happening. Guys are starting to look up the ice. He sees it going towards the net, and the rest is history. Doesn't happen often. Just tops off an incredible season for him. And all together, Hathaway, Orlov making their debuts. A win in Vancouver, which always brings up special memories, going back to Game 7 in 2011, that whole series, really. Uh, Orlov making some good plays. Some breakout passes, breaking things up in the neutral zone and in the Bruin zone. It just adds to the special feel that is already existing for this team. And, I mean, as other squads around the NHL continue to load up, continue to look towards the postseason, like I said the other day, the Bruins got bigger, badder, better, And there's just something incredibly special about this group that you cannot deny. The win against Vancouver, it was almost expected. Would have been incredibly disappointed if they had not come out with that victory. The record speaks for itself. They remain first in the NHL by a wide margin. 819 point percentage. They have the third most goals scored. They've allowed the fewest goals, a plus 95 goal differential. New Jersey second at plus 51. So they've played very well. Seem to be in on the Timo Meyer sweepstakes. That will make them even better. But Boston right now, just so far and away, uh, the best team. I I was away over the weekend uh, on kind of a, a guy's weekend. All the talk coming up to me was... How are they doing it? How good is this team? Who's going to beat them? And I really don't know at this point who's going to beat them in a seven-game series. You talk about depth. The Bruins, they're getting goals from the goalie. How much deeper can you get up front? We'll talk about another depth move that was made over the weekend in a trade made by Don Sweeney. But first, this episode is brought to you in part by Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Basically, all the things. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, keto, Paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, one gram of sugar or less, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Supports better sleep quality, recovery, mental clarity, and alertness. 
It's one of the best products out there for your physical and mental health. And you can reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Again, just one scoop in a cup of water every day. Go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Thanks again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. Now, after the big trade that Don Sweeney pulled off late last week, he pulled off a minor one on Saturday, acquiring forward Shane Bowers from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for goaltender Keith Kincaid. Now, Kincaid appeared in only one game for the Boston Bruins. Uh, He had a great appearance in that game, spent most of the season down with Providence, 20 games down there. A veteran journeyman goalie. They brought him in for depth at that position. They have that depth with some younger guys and Kyle Kieser, Brandon Bussey, Michael DiPietro was uh, added to the mix as well. Colorado needing some goaltending depth due to an injury to Pavel Francois, so he could be backing up Alexander Georgiev. What the Bruins are getting in return is a 23-year-old forward uh, who was drafted 28th overall in 2017 by the Ottawa Senators. I believe he was part of the Matt Duchesne trade. He has only made one appearance with the Colorado Avalanche in 154 career AHL games, all with the Colorado Eagles. He had 59 points, 27 goals, and 32 assists. Now, there was a reason that he was selected so high in the draft. Um, At the time, according to Dauber Prospects, it was considered a bit of a safe pick, uh, a low-risk selection. They said he'll never post eye-popping offensive numbers but he's a smart player with excellent puck possession skills. Dauber even wrote, think of him as a poor man's Patrice Bergeron. In the offseason, he trains with the likes of Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon. I'm sure Brad Marchand's been on that as well, being you know that group from uh, Nova Scotia. He was drafted fourth overall in the 2015 QMJHL draft. Um, He chose to go the U.S. college route, however, and played at Boston University. More recently, Dauber Prospects wrote, he was acquired from the Avalanche for goalie Keith Kincaid. He's in his third season as a pro player, making his NHL debut this year playing in only one game in which he was injured, unfortunately. His production at the AHL level has been declining, and that's a concern. But the change to the Bruins organization, a lot less depth, of course, as we know, prospect-wise, there's more of an opportunity. 
for Bowers to get a second chance to become an NHL player and even perhaps fantasy relevant. These are the kind of deals that I love. You know, on Twitter, if you follow me, I suggested going after Vitaly Kravtsov in New York, who was traded for very low return to the Vancouver Canucks over the weekend. I mentioned Jesse Pugliarvi. These are guys that had upside at one point who can still, you know, still young. He's only 23 years old. Still plenty of time for him to find his game and become a contributing member at the NHL level. All you're doing is flipping from a position of strength, uh, flipping a veteran journeyman goalie, and you're getting a potentially valuable asset in return. There's no risk to that kind of deal. And that's the kind of trade that I love to see Don Sweeney make already reported to Providence. And um, I would, I would be shocked if he's in the NHL this season, we could push for a spot next year. Uh, we all know how loaded Colorado was up front in recent years. When given the opportunity this season, he had that injury, which was unfortunate, but you never know. We could see him up at some point uh, next season, or he'll maybe uh, come out with a strong showing in training camp. So another deal made by Don Sweeney, two wins. I think it's somewhat reminiscent of the Eric Hawa for Pavel Zaka trade. They were dealing from a position of strength there as well with David Krejci. They probably had a good idea at the time that he was coming back, but even if not, they were flipping an older asset for someone younger with upside. It's worked out great. I'm not saying it's going to happen that way, but still a nice piece of work for Don Sweeney with a few days remaining until the trade deadline. That of course is set for Friday and we will be all over it here on the locked on Boston Bruins podcast. The Bruins remain out West on their road trip, which will take them to Alberta next. Going to preview Monday's game against Edmonton here in a moment. First, this podcast is also brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of Locked On and the NBA. We've reached the midway point of the NBA season, and it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 that are bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, the Bruins are in Alberta for two games in two nights. Tonight against the Edmonton Oilers, tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames. The plan is to be joined tomorrow by... Jess Belmosto of Locked on Flames. Of course, she's also a big uh, Bruins supporter. So that will be a great chat to tee up that game. Tonight, it's an 
Eastern start. And of course, the big player to keep an eye on will be Connor McDavid, who is just unbelievably hot at the moment. 14 points over his past five games. He has a 25-point lead over teammate Leon Dreisaitl, also a guy to keep an eye on in the points race. And he's six up on our boy David Pasternak in the goals race. He's just decided this year he's going to win it all. Points, goals, and he's leading in assists. So just ridiculously otherworldly talent in Connor McDavid in Edmonton. Now, as a team, the Oilers are struggling a little bit. 4-2-4 and four over their last 10. They just lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets, if you can believe it. And with all the talent they have, they still have much to be desired on the back end. Jack Campbell... Not playing very well in the first year of his new contract. Stuart Skinner was an all-star, but still not um, elite goaltending there. They are a team that could really use some help on the back end heading into the trade deadline. They have a first-ranked power play, which is no surprise given the talent they have. Their penalty kill, again, defensive struggles, is ranked 26th. So that could be a difference there. Uh, They are the best scoring team in the league, averaging 3.83 goals per game. Boston's averaging 3.74. Boston, again, ranked first in fewest goals allowed per game. So this could be a bit of a burn burner. The onus will be on Boston's defense and goaltenders to thwart that Edmonton attack. Shouldn't be as big of a problem going the other way when they get their opportunities. They need to bury those. Bruins with back-to-back games. Swayman and Allmark will likely, well, they will split those two games. Uh, Remains to be seen if they'll go back to Allmark and then give Swayman the Flames game. Or that could set up a Swayman-Vladar matchup, which would be kind of neat. Or if they go Swayman against Edmonton and Allmark against Calgary. They might go with Allmark just because of the heavy competition um, or the, you know, all st- all world talent that they have in Edmonton. But either way, uh, the Bruins will be in good hands. Both of their goalies posting better numbers than Edmonton's so far this season. Now, of course, there could be some changes along the way. We don't know whether or not there will be any trades coming up here. Actually, as I'm recording, Elliot Friedman hearing Timo Meyer to the New Jersey Devils. So that obviously doesn't necessarily shift the balance of power in the Eastern Conference. The Bruins wouldn't have to contend with that until potentially the Eastern Conference Finals. New Jersey would have to beat the Rangers who are believed to be going to be adding Patrick Kane at some point this week and as well the Carolina Hurricanes. So some big trades coming in. Eastern Conference teams continuing to load up 
Patrick Kane reportedly heading to New York, probably closer to Friday to get that cap hit down. And it looks like Timo Meyer is going to the New Jersey Devils. Will Don Sweeney be active again? Highly possible. Uh, you know, there was rumors over the weekend that Mike Riley, Jacob Lauco might be moving. Those proved to be unfounded for the time being anyways. Uh, I'm sure Sweeney would like to get Riley's deal off the books, maybe add some depth up front, certainly on the right side of the defense, I still think is a need. Uh, but if and when anything does break, be sure to be subscribed, especially to the Locked On Bruins YouTube channel, because I'll post some instant reaction videos up there. And of course, keep you on top of all things black and gold, heading up to the trade deadline, down the stretch, and into the playoffs. Because that's what we're all about here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had the opportunity, like I said, to get away, played some ball hockey in a barn, which was amazing. So fun to get out there with a stick, even if it's not on skates, just to make some passes, score some goals. Really fun. Sitting by the fire, hanging out with some dudes. That's what it's all about. Um, I hope you are taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other, and we'll talk to you again here on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, your favorite team every single day.